You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Business Blab. We're taking off our mom hats and letting our entrepreneurial side show. So grab a notebook and give yourself a bossy timeout. Welcome back to Business Blab. This is Mickey. And this is Megan. Hey everyone, welcome back to another mini-sode. We wanted to talk to you guys a little bit this week about time management skills. We seem to all have nothing but time on our hands these days, but it's still one of the biggest struggles. Being a mom, being a boss lady, running a business is getting that time management under control. So we're going to share some tips with you. Yep. So first is just to begin with a clear focus. I think so hard, especially as moms, especially working from home, um, when we have like a million things going on, we're like, okay, I know I need to get work done, but what what am I going to tackle today? Just starting out with like a plan, a clear focus, and knowing what you're going to be concentrating on is just, I mean, you have to, to get, <laughs> to get anywhere. Yeah, we are actually going to have a guest coming up in the next month or so who is going to talk on our main show all about focus. And she has a focus workbook, which hopefully we can get our hands on a copy of that to share with everybody. Um, But it's just so important to, you know, really just dedicate and like laser focus on the task at hand. Um, The second one is to make a task list. Hello, if you haven't caught on by now, I'm a huge list maker. It's literally like my hobby. (laughs) But seriously, just having a list of each one of your tasks is going to make it easier to focus on each one of those. So you can make it prioritized or not on this list. But as long as you just write down each one of your tasks, so it's right there in front of you. And kind of relating back to last week, when you have that downtime, You'll have that list right in front of you to know exactly what task you should be working on. And speaking of prioritize, that's the next one is to prioritize wisely. So I am a big, (laughs) this is a big thing for me. I just get so um, centered in on doing something maybe that I like and then avoiding the things I don't really like, but are probably more important. Mm -hmm. So going through just prioritizing the things that you need to do, you know, if you need to go to the post office or the bank, like do some errands like that. Maybe try to get those done, you know, earlier in the day and save the things that you can do from home without a timeline later on in the day or, or whatever, but just making sure that you are really thinking about the order that you need to do things and prioritizing wisely. Yeah. It's really easy to like take care of the easier things first a lot of times, or like you said, the stuff that, you know, you put off the stuff that you don't want to do. One thing I've been trying to do is to actually put my put my list in priority order and then just actually go down the list instead of before I would just kind of jump around the list like, oh, I have time to do this right now. I'll just do it. But it, it it's still helpful, but it doesn't really help wasted time. So it's like, okay, I need to respond to these emails even though I really don't want to do it. I have 10 minutes. It's really not going to take me that long. Let me just do it right now and I can cross it off my list so that it doesn't keep going on the back burner. And then next thing you know, it's been three weeks and you haven't responded to these important emails, right? You know, that's a little excessive, but um, yeah. So just putting your tasks in order, in priority order and crossing off as you go, do not like derail yourself. 
Um, and the next one is to minimize interruptions. So speaking of derailing yourself, it is so easy for this to happen to all of us, I'm sure. But how often have you sat down to work on a task and all of a sudden your phone buzzes and it's email or text and you say, okay, I better answer this right now. And then you get completely off track of what you were doing and you take care of this other thing, this, you know, interruption, you take care of it, even if it might not have been that important right then, you do it right then. And then you have to go back, get back in the zone for what you were doing, which just takes more time. So it's really important if you're sitting down to focus on something, get those interruptions out of your way as much as you can. I mean, if you have kids at home, you can't really, you know, help that. But with texts or emails, don't let a new notification completely derail what you're doing in that moment. Um, the next one is to stop multitasking. So this is, I feel like, so hard to do for women in general. <laughs> Our brains are just constantly going and we're thinking about a million things at once. And I mean, mentally balancing so many things all at the same time, it's really hard to like focus on the one thing and try to not multitask. Um, this happened to me the other day I went in to switch over some laundry I had to take laundry out of the dryer and I went and put it on the couch I was gonna fold it oh the kids asked me for something I started doing something it was like an hour later I walked past the laundry room and saw the light on in there and I was like oh yeah the laundry's still in the washing machine like I you can I feel like multitasking is great when you can do the things well but usually you're just spreading yourself too thin and not really accomplishing any of the things so if you have too many projects going on at once, you're just not going to be doing them well or completing them. So really try to stop multitasking and just focus on the one thing at a time and do it well before you move on. Mm -hmm. Well said. So hard to do. Um, the next one is don't procrastinate, which again, very hard to do. I don't know how many of you listeners are guilty of this. I can be super guilty of this. I'm trying to get better at it, but I am the kind of person who really enjoys working under pressure, which is why I do real estate for a living, but it can make other things really difficult when I wait till the very last minute to take care of something. And it can just totally make what you're doing a lot more stressful. You're probably not going to produce as well as you would have if you would have planned ahead. And if you're getting your time management skills under control, then you should be able to not procrastinate and have more time Then each thing you can do can be, you know, a little bit better. You could have time to double check your work. You could have time to take a deep breath and relax and really enjoy what you're putting out there. And yeah, just procrastinating is the worst. I'm also a huge procrastinator and I have found that the other horrible part about procrastinating is when you're waiting until that last minute for that deadline it doesn't leave very much room for error so if something <laughs> happens you're so much more screwed than if you would have started early and had time to fix the problem whether it's with a client or like you know customer creating something whatever not giving yourself that time for error which it happens for anyone at any job there's going to be those mm -hmm. days where things aren't going well your technology is going to fail you or whatever is going to happen is going to happen and you've got to just give yourself some time to recover from that 
well, it's mm-hmm. just kind of like just given. Yeah. Um, Even if you're a procrastinator by nature, let's say like if you're used to doing something the night before it's due, maybe try challenging yourself to take care of it the morning before it's due. So even if it's still the day before, if you just try to, you know, give yourself like those extra hours in between, then you can still have that sense of procrastination if you like it. And then, you know, without the negative side effects. Yeah. Um, Next is to use a calendar. So I live my life through my Google calendar on my phone. If there's a doctor's appointment, um, a podcast scheduled, whatever, if it's not on that Google calendar, I'm not going to remember when the heck it is. So it's nice to have it right on my phone. I can check it, see what's going on for the day, look ahead for the week. It's just so much easier to keep everything organized that way when you can just look up, oh, I can be prepared for what's coming up and have it all, you know, at the touch of your fingertips. Mm-hmm. You can put in there prospecting phone calls. You can put in there social media engagement. You can put in there social media posts. You can put, um, you know, sending thank you cards, sending personal notes to your clients, like any little task that you need to remember to do put it in your calendar, use your paper calendar, use your phone calendar. There's so many different tools. So whatever you like, there's a way to do it. And I know this is a podcast geared towards business, but don't be afraid to put your personal life on the calendar. And I'm talking like, take a break, eat some lunch, relax, meditate, work out, because all of those things that get pushed to the back burner when we're so busy being business women or moms, they fuel us and we can't keep going without taking that time for yourself. So literally if you have to put it on your dang calendar to go pee, do it because (laughs) it's going to help you in the long run. Not speaking from experience (laughs) or anything. (laughs) Those calendars, like the techie ones are that they will give you a notification or an alarm because Mm -hmm. sometimes you know, that little interruption to remind you, Hey, take a pee break or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. Seeing a notification makes it feel more urgent. I feel like so help you get back on track. Yeah, definitely. The next one is learn to say no. So when you have a lot on your plate, obviously it's not going to help your time management to take on another task. If you know, you don't have time to do it. It's really hard for us as women to say no, a lot of times, a lot of us are people pleasers. So just, I think we've talked about this before. In fact, I'm pretty sure we have just having that confidence and being, you know, sure enough in yourself and what you can and can't take on your plate to say no is going to help you. I mean, obviously one last task means more time. Um, And then once you get your time management under control, you know, being honest with yourself about when you can or can't take on something else. Yeah. This can be kind of scary in business if you're worried about like losing customers and clients, like Mm -hmm. saying no to them. But I feel like if you deliver it, like, I'm sorry, I can't take this on right now. I just have so much going on. And I don't feel like I would give you the quality of work or service that I would normally do because I just am so busy. I feel like that one shows them that you care about what you're putting out there and your quality of work. And hopefully it'll, you know, let them, okay, maybe they'll wait until you're not so busy and hold out. Cause I would want to wait for someone that 
can speak up and really cares about the job they do. And they're not just cramming people in when they probably should. Yeah, absolutely. And have a good network of people that you can refer them to. So, you know, I'm too busy right now, but my friend Mickey over here does similar work as me and I really trust her. And I know that she would take care of you and do a great job. And depending on your business, you know, you can try to ask for some kind of referral fee for sending them business or, you know, just you can feel good about, hey, I'm so busy. My business is flourishing right now. I can help out somebody else in the same industry. Even if they are your competition, you can look at it as, you know, they're your partners for when you guys can help each other out if you're too busy. Um, Let's see. Next is keep a clock in front of you. So I know probably all of us, I hope, not just me, are guilty of sitting down to a task and or even like either during breaks or during work time and looking up and you're like, oh, wow, hours have gone by. Where has my day gone? Mm-hmm. You have that in front of you just to check in and be like, OK, maybe I'm spending a little more time on this thing than I should. Or, oh, it's only been this long. That's, you know, motivating you to keep going because you've gotten so much done in that amount of time. Whatever it is, it's really nice to have that. I mean, it's like your little check-in, <laughs> check-in <laughs> to see how you're, you know, how efficient you're being for the day. So it's nice to have that in front of you to check yeah. in with. Yeah. And if you're time blocking your day, which is a whole nother podcast, but if you're time blocking your day, having that clock right there makes it a lot easier for you to stay on task. I've never really understood watches. I, you know, I'm like, I have my phone, I have my computer. Why do I need a watch? Until I started wearing my Fitbit watch, I started wearing it more so just for counting steps. And it was, you know, I'm a runner. And so it keeps track of all of that. But now I realize when I don't have it on, I'm looking at my wrist to see what time it is. And I check what time it is so often throughout the day because I personally like to time block. And so it's just like a habit of, you know, needing to know what time it is at all times. It makes things a lot easier. Um, And the last one is to know your deadline. So, I mean, this one seems really obvious, but if you have a really clear vision of when that deadline is due, I mean, slap it up on your calendar, put it in your phone, just visualize this date and time, have it everywhere in front of you as this reminder that it's constantly going to be hanging over you and it will be harder to procrastinate and then you'll be able to build your time and the work that needs to be done around that project towards that deadline rather than the deadline just sneaking up on you and all of a sudden you're just screwed so yeah just having it front of mind and if you have the kind of business that's more flexible with deadlines like I have a lot of clients give me um, like embroidery work and like oh whenever I don't work well with that. I procrastinate. Mm -hmm. If there's no end in sight, I will put stuff off and put stuff off for a month. And they're like, oh, I guess I should get this done and get these to these people. It's so easy to just lose track of time when you don't have a a deadline looming over you. So even if you have to set deadlines for yourself, and if you're not the, if you're the kind of person that really needs accountability, really practice giving your clients that deadline also. Like, yes, I will have these done for you by this date then at least you know that you're being held accountable by someone and if you need that little you know stressor to get you motivated and pushed then hopefully that'll do it oh yeah I love that I yeah I love a good deadline I love the idea of setting deadlines for yourself when you don't have them 
the pressure. I don't know. I, I wonder how many people are, you're like that too, aren't you? Just like oh. the pressure. I love it. I thrive off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I still have um, nightmares about being like in school and trying to get that work done like the night before, you know, but I, I don't, yeah, I've always been that way and that, yeah, stress motivates me and not else, not a lot else does. So <laughs> use it if you know yourself and know that that's what you need, then set those, you know, set those restrictions for you. So yeah, hopefully those 10 um, time management skills will help you guys out a little bit. We talk about it a lot on our podcast because it's something that's really important and pretty basic, but I think everybody struggles with it. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to not do the basic things a lot of times because it seems so like, duh, why, why do I need to focus on that? But just getting back to the basics and the simple steps in everything in your life, but especially in your business, is going to help just kind of circle it back to what's important and get help you get your shit together. <laughs> yep. All right. Awesome. Well... Thanks, everybody, and we will see you next week. Stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay stay bossy. bossy.